Thanks for tuning into our mailbag episode. This is Rami, and I will answer three of our listener questions. Let's get right to it. Question number one from Melissa. The question is, how do you pick your guests? My answer is, our guest selection is somewhat processed and somewhat random. (laughs) We're looking primarily for guests that are social entrepreneurs, but we also like to talk to those that are connected in some way. If they're a social entrepreneur, then we look for about five different elements. The first one is, do they have an enterprise going? Are they selling some type of product or service or plan to do it in the very near future? Basically, is their enterprise going already? Number two, is their social mission really focused? Number three, are they willing to talk about what the challenges are or that they've faced in addition to sort of the good successes as well? We're trying to have real issues and stories discussed so we can all learn together and be inspired. Number four, do they have a way to be reached by our listeners? We want to have guests that are willing to support the ecosystem, and sometimes our listeners reach out to our guests. And number five, I guess would they enjoy some free PR? (laughs) For the support system folks, such as impact investors and funders, business consultants, academics, we're developing niche monthly segments just for them so that they can participate as well. So on that note, it really sort of depends on their expertise and what they can add to the conversation. So I hope that answers that. Let's go to question number two from Matt B. The question is, where do I put my environmental cost savings on my profit and loss statement? We know from our community reporting that our organization helps to save our community at least $350,000 every year. Wow, well, first of all, congratulations, Matt. Sounds like your organization is really making a difference. All right, so this question comes up a lot. The short answer is you don't put environmental cost savings, even if it's tracked in dollars, on your profit and loss. And there's two parts to this answer. One has to do with kind of the cash accounting system, and the other has to do with just being an environmental social enterprise in general, or what some people refer to as triple bottom line businesses. It all has to do with what runs through your bank account and what doesn't. So part one, your profit and loss is essentially a report of all the cash that comes in from sales of products and services, and then a list of the cash expenses that went back out of your bank account. The bottom of the profit and loss shows if you had any cash left over or not, the profit or the deficit. So the first part of the answer is to anchor on the fact that your bookkeeping, accounting, and financial reporting, cash flow statements, profit and loss, and the like, are tracking monies that are coming in and out of your organization and bank account. For the purposes of this answer, let's not pay attention to money that you're owed or you owe. Just assume we're tracking cash. Anchor on the idea of what's moving in and out of your bank account. This brings me to part two of this answer. In general, when you operate a social enterprise that's having a positive effect on the environment, that effect is usually in the form of savings. Your organization is probably reducing a cost somewhere, either internally, in your community, or perhaps for the broader globe. For example, By using a certain type of packaging for your retail product, you might be reducing the amount of trash in landfills and other toxic ramifications. You may even be saving money locally, such as our friend with this question. 
Now, this environmental savings effect is real and most likely has a dollar value associated with it. Here's where the confusion comes in. Even though the dollar savings are real, you will not be able to be recording it inside your organization's expenses or revenue on any of the traditional financial statements. Why? Because traditional financial statements are tracking the cash and activity coming in and out of your own bank account. The environmental savings dollars are not coming in and out of your own bank account. Now, there is a great place to record your environmental savings and the reductions, and that's on your social impact reporting. This is the one and only great place to record all that. As a matter of fact, anytime you're reducing a cost to a government, a local agency, another nonprofit person, community, you will record those savings in a social impact report. So let's summarize. You don't record environmental savings on your own profit and loss because that's a financial statement recording your sales and expenses that are or will be moving through your bank account. The easiest way to think about it is if it's running through your bank account or not. Let me catch one more item. There are such things as double bottom line reports, which are a version of a profit and loss that are extracting out the hard dollar expenses associated with the social impact instead of lumping it all together. So effectively, it will list the expenses of the enterprise operation, and then it will have a separate area that's listing the expenses attributed solely to the social mission. This just helps people identify what expense goes with what. But again, it's ultimately tracking the bank account activity. Okay, that's enough about that boring financial stuff. Let's move to question number three. And this question is from Anonymous. Okay, how come you don't have a mystery sound on every episode? Well, thank you, Anonymous, for that question. You're right. <laughs> we don't have a mystery sound on each episode. And that's because some of the social entrepreneurs don't have their own place of business. Or maybe they aren't producing something in their enterprise that would even make a sound. For example, they might be doing some sort of financial services. <laughs> so there sort of isn't much to record in the terms of sound there. You know, it's funny. When our team was thinking about the mystery sound, we were brainstorming about fun things to add to the show. We didn't really think about the fact that we might not be able to capture a sound every time. <laughs> oh, the lessons of entrepreneurship. Oh, well. But we're not moving away from the mystery sound. We're just going to capture it when it's available. So, I guess the mystery sound will remain a mystery. <laughs> well, that's all now from the mailbag. To submit a question to the mailbag, please go to thebonfiresofsocialenterprise.com and click on the homepage box that says, Submit to the Mailbag. We love your questions and promise to answer every one of them. And if you give us permission, we'll read yours on the air. Thanks for tuning into our mailbag episode. As we close out, we want to leave you with another great Detroit artist curated by Assemble Sound. Please meet Tim Schumack and his song, You, from his album, I See Clear Skies.
decided to Just a face. 